Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. This is uh, our uncharted discussion of Empower to Grow podcast, and this is your host, Hanan Basha. I'm still continuing the very empowering conversation with Dr. Lakuri Meadows, and we're talking wealth and money and stock trading and um, some of the topics that could be a little intimidating to talk about, uh, especially I know that I've been revising <laughs> or revisiting my relationship with money over the past couple of years. So let's talk about the elephant in the room first for me, uh, the stock market. <laughs> the stock market is a daunting uh, idea and um, just understanding the intricacies and, and really what it entails. So can you shed some light on that first, please? Yes, absolutely. So um, the stock market, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I often get responses from people who are interested in beginning engaging in the stock market say to me, you know, it feels like this is a whole foreign language, right? Mm -hmm. And it can feel that way. I, I completely agree 100%. But I think it's important to also think about sometimes there are fancy words created, right? Yep. But really, when you look at it, it's actually very simple. It's actually very simple. So one of the things that I, I share when I teach my stock market one-on-one courses, I often ask people, all right, do you think I can teach a fifth grader how to trade on the stock market? And they're like, yeah, I think you can. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and so I get to the point where I convince them, you know what? Actually, it's as simple as something what I call the 18, right? Mm -hmm. Animals, arithmetic, and angles. All right. Animals, arithmetic, and angles. Okay. So okay. when we think about the stock market, it's very um, simple in the regards that there's what's moving the market are animals. Mm -hmm. There's bulls and there's bears. There, then another way to say that is buyers and there's sellers, right? Okay. The other thing is the angle. So when we see the chart, stock chart, and everybody's looks like, okay, what is that? What's going on, right? <laughs> the angles on a chart, right? And so as the stock trader, that's where we're using what we call a fancy way to say it is technical analysis in order to read a stock chart, okay? And then for us to figure out, all right, did we make money or not? We just use arithmetic, Right. So, so it's as simple as the A team is understanding what the buyers and sellers are doing, understanding the patterns on the stock chart and what's going on, the trends on the stock chart and what's going on, and then calculating, right, what's happening in the overarching market and placing that basic understanding in the broader context of the economy. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So that's how I kind of can simplify it for people. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. From a business perspective, um, I see that, you know, when we're talking even about a startup, because I work with a lot of startups, the, mm -hmm. what, what is their ultimate goal? Their ultimate goal is to get to the IPO and the stock 
enlisted. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that becomes, again, because they're, they're looking to, well, it's not just about the wealth, but it's also, I think it's a, it's a form of validation that they're doing a good job that someone would want to invest in their stocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. That is definitely an aspiration for a lot of, of new businesses that are starting um, off the ground. So yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a very serious process, though, to go through the Securities Exchange Commission and get to that stage. But um, yeah, definitely a, a great feat for a lot of people. Okay. And you mentioned something about being a consumer and being an investor in the stock yeah. market. So that's like kind yeah. of a progression. So, okay. I'm interested, but how do I approach whether I'm, I'm guessing I'll be on the buyer side, not on the seller yet, but you know, um, how do I approach this with the mentality uh, of an investor rather than the mentality of the consumer that, you know, we hear of, you know, it's high to sell when it's sell, when it's high drop, buy when it's low and just going beyond that superficial first level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think it's important when we think about consumership versus ownership, it's important for us to really take a stock in what it is that we're buying, right? And are those companies that we're supporting also supporting us, mm-hmm. right? So I am an African-American woman. And one thing that I know about African-American women in general, we spend a lot of money on hair products, Right, yep. <laughs> we spend a lot of money on hair products. We spend a lot of money on clothes. We spend a lot of money on shoes. So that's fine, right? That's fine. But it's also important to figure out how can these companies that we're investing so much in also pay us back. And so one analogy that I use is, for example, there was a time when I needed an Apple iPad. Okay, and I said, you know what? Apple's gonna pay for Apple today. And so I went and I used Apple stock, right? And I looked, I didn't, because I'm a stock trader, went and found a strong formation and I traded Apple and Apple paid for Apple that day, right? And so just thinking about how do we transition our mindset about the use of money? Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes when we grow up, we're taught, okay, go to school, get a good job, go make good money, but we're not taught how to make our money make money work for us yep yep yes and so that's where i think that mindset shifts comes in um it's really really important for us as women to uh, make sure that we are considering and not only considering but actively engaged in yeah yeah and and true i mean i don't think i ever had that part of the education and you know you go to mm-hmm. the end of the education process like okay now what and and yep actually um, moving on from there or something related, we, the, our relationship with money and wealth yes. generation as, mm-hmm. as women. I don't think we, and again, to be fair, uh, a lot of men don't have that either, but with mm-hmm. women, it, it becomes more about the independence because mm-hmm. I know, I personally know a good number of women who would walk out on on relationships that are harmful to them emotionally Mm -hmm. mentally or even sometimes physically but Mm -hmm. they're not doing that because they don't have the financial means to sustain themselves or their families or something and Mm -hmm. that's the part where the understanding how to generate wealth and understanding how to make whatever even if it's like a hundred dollars work for you a bit Mm -hmm. so you're you're kind of expanding that um i think 
that needs, we need to talk more about it. We need to educate more women about it. I completely agree. I, I believe that as women, we've been socially conditioned to say yes to so many things, mm-hmm. but we aren't socially con- conditioned to say yes to our legacies, right? Wow. And so I, yeah. So I, I think that having those intentional conversations, also creating the intentional spaces for us to gather to have these conversations are so critically important. Um, what I find too is when I'm working, particularly with women, um, oftentimes it's a, you know, Corey, I never learned this, right? And it's like a whisper, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost a, a sense of um, embarrassment, if you will. But there's no reason to be embarrassed because it's just not something society tells us to do, right? So it's up to us to change that narrative. It's up to us to create those spaces. It's up to us to be intentional about sitting in the midst of people, of situations, of of settings that can help us to think at another level, right? And so um, that's one of the goals that I have is, is to be intentional because I, I've been blessed to have the knowledge of learning how to invest and trade in the stock market. I'm being very intentional about creating those spaces for people. I love that. And and I love this mission. And I think um, when, when I get asked the question of why just working with women or why empowering women, I mean, I work with both, but you know, my, my vision is about empowering women. I'm like, um, no matter what we say, we are conditioned in a way that is disempowering on so many levels. And I felt like it's, it became my, my vision and my mission where the alignment came in for me was to make sure that I never cross paths with a woman that remains disempowered in her own life absolutely that's good and 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 that is it it's and it's not about again when i say this i say i i don't hate men <laughs> you know it's like, like let's not put them on pitchforks yet <laughs> i say when when a woman is empowered um there is the ripple impact effect i know that absolutely. when i started empowering myself and i started making those shifts for myself by default I created this way for my husband and my, and our son and, you know, and everyone I cross paths with, but more importantly, it is about understanding that we have choices that we didn't stop to analyze before, or we, we made ourselves believe because we've been conditioned to believe that I have no choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say that, you know, whatever our decision is, we are paying the cost anyway. Yeah. You're, you're paying the cost to say yes and you're paying the cost mm-hmm. to say no. Mm-hmm. Choose what you want to pay for. Choose right. where you want to invest. Right. You know? Absolutely. 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 And when you're you just mentioned that you you're helping to pave the way, you know, for your husband and others. You know, I truly also am a firm believer that our wealthiest self reveals our most authentic self. Right. And so not just wealth as far as money, but wealth as far as mindset, wealth as far as just offering opportunities to others, right? That shows who we really are. And studies suggest that women, when we have specifically financial wealth, we change nations. 
right? <laughs> we change nations. And so that's, you know, another reason why I'm happy to hear you say that. Um, and I'm also happy to be in a space where I can help to, to change those nations. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And, you know, the, the more I talk about it, Lakuria, and, and the more I, I connect with women around the world, I'm, I mean, I'm Egyptian. I live in the Middle East. I live in Qatar. Okay. Um, oh. You're American and you live in the States. Yes. And I, I I've been to Cairo before. I was was there for the Christmas holidays and I uh, managed to uh, go to the museum where they had the parade for the mummies. And I'm like, I connected Uh with my ancestral energy and I have this high every time I come back. And and actually speaking of the ancient Egyptians, the women were so empowered back then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, we had the queens and we had the Uh women. Yep, yep. That's the conditioning. Too. <laughs> That's the conditioning that I'm seeing that is crossing borders. And it should be the other way around. It should be, you know, that that I'm not I'm not talking equality. I'm not talking, I'm I'm saying I have the right to believe in me. And that for mm-hmm. me is the essence of what empowerment or self-empowerment is about. That I can, you know, I can create. I, I can reach the world if I want to. I can create the wealth that I want. And as you said, the wealth is not just about the financial means. Of course, it is a huge enabler to whatever mm-hmm. we decide in our lives. But there's also the wealth of health, the wealth yeah. of knowledge, the wealth of mindset, the wealth of relationships that are meaningful and are empowering in them in themselves. So there's so much that we can tap into and we can aspire to. Um, just that starts with that nucleus of I can empower myself. I believe in me, but going back to your word of believe where we ended, that I can believe in my own success in whatever it is. And mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be the next. And that's what I also say when, when I work with women who want to start their business and grow a business. I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be the next million dollar business if you don't want it to be. Because of course, that entails a whole different trajectory of, of efforts. Mm-hmm. see the next um two hours a day to entertain myself as the as the kids are in school business and that is a success going back to the subjective success yes. but it starts with the belief what do you believe mm-hmm. and how do you align your belief system with what success means to you and then having that trajectory of where do I go from here absolutely 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 I agree 100 percent I agree I think we can, um, the, the beautiful thing is we're, we're each finding a way to, um, to empower others, uh, whether that is, as you said, with, with the one on one on one on one, with the one on one of stock trading, um, Uh of creating wealth, of um, feeling that you have that power within you. And I think that that financial means as well gives you that power of choice, or at least mm-hmm. to shift the mindset towards realizing that you've got the power of choice. Yes. And, um, and then beyond that, taking it, um, you know, addressing the other elements of our lives that just uh, support us towards whatever goals we set ourselves to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I love this. Okay, so to um, I want to wrap up with one final question to you, please. If you were to um, give women advice on where do they start if they want to say, okay, 
I've got a hundred dollars or I've got a million dollars or 5.7, was it? <laughs> 5.7 yes, that I need I to invest. Yes, uh -huh. yes, um, a lot. <laughs> I've got $100. Let's start with the $100. And um, I know, or a thousand to be realistic, to, to get into, like have to see the impact of it. Where would she start with $1,000? How would she start? Yeah, absolutely. So the first step to any investing strategy is to really spend some time considering your most valuable asset. And that most valuable asset is yourself, mm -hmm. right? Thinking about what is that North Star? What goal do you aspire to accomplish? Whose life is going to be changed because of this investment? And what do you want to be celebrating 365 days from today, right? Once you've identified that North Star, also considering some of those money memories as well, because what we learned about money as children um, seems to creep up in our adult life as well. Yeah. <laughs> so thinking about, you know, what it, our aunts or our mom, dad, grandma, whoever it was, they had the pleasure of raising us. What did they teach us about money? Spending some time to really think about that is really helpful prior to starting any investment strategy. So once we've got that, we spent some time in that space, the next step will be to figure out, okay, if the stock market is something I want to do, then signing up for a brokerage account. Okay, so with a broker, that's actually the, the entity, if you will, is going to help facilitate your buy and your sell process. All right, so signing up with, with one that has a simulator with it because it's, it's helpful to practice first. Right. So I signed up with one that has a simulator. And then from there, then that's when uh, while you're actually doing that is educating yourself as much as possible, yeah. making sure yeah. that you become fluent in stock market speak, if you will. Yeah. I'm spending time listening to, I'm not sure what the television stations are in Egypt, but for here in the US, CNBC, which yeah, is one of, of our. About that. Yeah, okay. it's international everywhere. Perfect. Okay, perfect, perfect. So um, listening to CNBC, listening to what the commentary is going on about the econ economy, um, understanding terms like the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P 500, all of those things will be important um, as one continues on that journey. So educate yourself um, is a really important step. And the last thing I would say, most importantly, although education is really important, is execute. Right. It's one thing to learn a thing, but it's another thing to actually do the thing. Yeah. So I just encourage um, women or whoever is listening to not only spend time really figuring this thing out. Yeah, yeah. the fear time. of failure that has to be you need to cross over that. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So spend some time executing and then execute some more and execute some more right yeah. yeah ultimately you will you'll find success yeah and and that's the point is as you said um to be able to make that calculated risk or at least minimize the risk then if the the hurdle of the fear of failure is about what if i lose it all well start with the small things and yeah. um and i say um you'd never lose or you never have a failure actually getting gaining experience out of it because you've made an inform as as informed as possible decision um, absolutely that's a learning process 
Yeah, absolutely. And what I tell my students is that there are lessons in the losses. Like I don't regret any loss I've had. I've had them, but I don't regret them because I learned something in the process, right? I learned not to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) With the, now that I know better, I hope I will do better next time. (laughs) Exactly. 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 So um, I think that that's an important, important step is that execution is key. I love Mm -hmm. that. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge and um, your energy. (laughs) And uh, I'm hoping that we all um, invest to give as in have that as as a direction of where we want to go. Um, Yes, we want to create the wealth for ourselves and for our families. We've, We've earned it. We've deserved it. But also sharing the wealth is such an important factor that just goes way beyond to create um, and to, to make sure that legacy that we leave behind is one that is worth um, surviving for many generations to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Thank same you. here. Same here. Dr. Lacour Meadows, thank you so much. Um, everyone, um, I think, I hope you're as empowered as I am now to, uh, even though I've been working so hard on healing my relationship with money over the past few years, But now I think I've got a whole new perspective on uh, the concept of investing to give and of empowering myself with the knowledge to be able to maybe soon, not maybe, that soon I will jump into that unknown world of stock trading. Awesome, (laughs) awesome. Markets around the world would be able to uh, satisfy that uh, quest for me. Um, I wish you as always love and abundance and prosperity. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.